I'm gonna get a bone stimulator. Bone stimulator? <laughs> what is that? Can I get one? <laughs> Wait, I wanna be on that list too. <laughs> Everybody wants one. <laughs> to the Cancer Sisters podcast. This is episode seven. Seven! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Learning from others, part one. Okay, so um, before we welcome our guest, we're going to give you a couple of updates, so you have to stay in suspense longer until I tell you who's here. So um, how about a quick update on what's going on with you, Nick? There is no update. And your shingles are gone. hanging out. No, well... They're dried up. Sorry, that's gross. <laughs> my skin is my skin is okay. I still um, have a lot of itching, the occasional like grab and pinch and burn. Mm. It's fun. Great I'm times. on the gabapentin right now, so I'm feeling okay. <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> okay. Gabapentin and water. I'm good. <laughs> Okay, well... Uh, you have more news. Yeah, my update is that I went to see uh, my orthopedic surgeon, and at three weeks, my x-ray does not look any different. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I, he said I was doing really well, though. Okay. I've been, I got an girl for staying off my foot. He complimented your scooter with the pink basket. Yes, and, um, well, more the staff did. He, does, he doesn't have that kind of sense of humor. <laughs> Um, he said, but you understand what I mean, right? Like he always gets back to the point. I'm like, oh, okay. You didn't want me to joke. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, uh, the swelling actually is a lot better, even though my piggies look a little full today on this foot. Um, and my oncologist said I could have surgery, but he doesn't want to because he explained even if I have a... Eat orthopedist, yes. You need clear pronoun and antecedent. You know she's an English teacher. <laughs> um, I like to prove it. You don't well. say. <laughs> that, my orthopedist said, even if he did a perfect surgery and I had a beautiful result, I still will be going back to chemo and therefore... We not allowing, not allowing to myself to heal. So the best solution right now is what is called a bone stimulator. Mm. Gotta love that. Do they come <laughs> in different sizes? <laughs> I mean, you know, my ankles go to fit. <laughs> and I said, bigger baby, bigger is better. <laughs> is better. I said, what is that? And he said, let me get Amanda to explain it to you. So there's three Amandas in this office, you know. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so Amanda explained that it goes around your ankle like a, like a, you know, like I'm in prison or something, like an ankle monitor or staying out of prison with one. And it's pre-programmed usually for nine months to a year for a half an hour a day. Interesting. You have to wear it for a half hour a day. And that's as much as I know. It goes around your ankle even though it's your foot that's broken? It's stimulating my foot from my ankle. I don't understand. I don't either. I don't know. Well, TBC, to be continued. (laughs) Um, And then uh, something else interesting is that using pain as my guide or lack thereof, he said I could get a good pair of hiking boots and start trying to walk normally because that'll give me the same level of support as the boot cast. Interesting. So I don't have atrophy on this leg or really make my back angry. 
which my hip's pretty angry. So you're going to do some hiking boot shopping. So, yes. And all I could do is think, think about the 90s. Because when, uh, when uh, we went off to college, I had this, like, purple and green pair I just wore because I thought they were cool. Not that I did hiking. <laughs> do you remember? I think mine, they weren't really hiking boots. They were just, you know, like, 90s grunge-looking heavy sole, the same thing that's happening now. No, they were like actual hiking boots. Oh, maybe. I thought we had the same pair, and mine were maybe... A different color. Light blue, and yeah. yours were sort of light purple. I'm thinking of... You're not thinking of this. You're thinking of the suede ones. Yes. No, mine were vanilla. The suede ones, like a lug boot, like a... Like a... Okay, this is not important. All right. All right. New hiking boots. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to be getting new hiking boots, everybody. Yay! Super stylish. <laughs> All right. So now, dun dun dun, dun. We, are, we have a guest in the room, and we're so excited. Um, so my friend Jackie Kogan is here, and she's Nicole's friend, too. Uh, yes. But I met her first, and uh, <laughs> we met in... 2016. Was it 2016? I think so. I think so. Okay, I would have said like maybe right. 15, but it was close. To, yeah, at um, Athleta. Athleta. Yeah. That's right. So when I was there, and you came in, and I was like, this fashionable lady should come and work. <laughs> and um, after you made fun of me eating sushi, we decided that we should be I'm friends. never over making fun of you for <laughs> eating sushi like that. <laughs> but Which I can't eat it right now, I but you know what? we are messy people. <laughs> we are a messy people. I don't know. It was okay. just a great night. We laughed a lot. That's yeah, all I remember. Yeah, it was a remember. lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are welcoming her, and I am going to let her tell you a little about her background and her story. Well, and thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. And um, can I be a cancer friend today? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Cancer sisters, welcome cancer friends. There you go. <laughs> love it. Love it. So um, as you, you guys know, but uh, I'm just recovering from, I had breast cancer, um, DCIS. So the good news is that after the mastectomies, I'm cancer free. Mm -hmm. But I also had it in my nipple, which can, it's, it's called Paget's disease. And typically okay. that can be, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Invasive. Thank you. Ah. I put bad things out of my head. See how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go through the Rolodex right? and all the word. <laughs> um, and so... You know, after much talk and consideration, the double mastectomy was really the, I felt for myself, it was the best choice. And yeah. so that's what we did. And I just had the first part of reconstructive 11-hour surgery. And How long ago was that? My surgery, yeah. um, I think, I think today might be six weeks or oh, five wow. weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. was five weeks on Tuesday, so we were... Yes, you and I had surgery. No, you guys went in the same day. We went in on the 27th. Yes. So how many weeks are we? Oh, it's five weeks on Tuesday. You, oh, okay. You were. Mine was Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, you're still. Tuesday. Yeah. Five weeks. Right. I know. That's right, because remember, I texted you the next day, and I thought I was like, I'm an idiot. I meant to text you the same day, but, you know, I was just you couldn't hanging know. out with you and worried. Yeah. Yeah. I was out. I mean. Where were you? Why I was, was Cleveland Clinic downtown. Okay. Um, have nothing but 
positive things to say about my surgeon, the team, yeah. and uh, it was it was the best of the worst experience, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyhow, but you know, so so that's my cancer journey, and. Um, after you and I worked together yes. at Athleta um, and somewhere else, which we won't mention, <laughs> because we put bad things out of <laughs> Exactly. But, um, but remind me, because I do have a thought about negativity and stress and what that does to the body. Okay, okay. yes, for sure. But yeah. um, I decided, I, I've been a healthcare administrator like for 27 and a half years and always wanted to be more on the practitioner side. And so I decided finally to do the dive into health coaching, which I really loved. I mm-hmm. went to the uh, Institute of Integrative Health, IIN. Um, I became certified and then studied for the national boards and oh. had to take classes. And so that is a, a pretty intense exam. It's four and a half to five hours. Can only really imagine. In wow. an exam center, which I've never been in. <laughs> and let me just tell you, that sounds I'm like a little older than you guys. <laughs> a little older. So it's been a while since I've had to take an exam like that. But yeah. I uh, uh, happily, I passed the first time, which was pretty amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was. <laughs> Congrats. And yeah. Thanks. And so I'm, I'm nationally bored health and wellness. Um, that's my first certifi- big certification. I mm-hmm. also became certified through the CDC as a diabetes prevention provider and life coach, okay. which has been really wonderful being able to help educate and help people understand how really with a small changes, you know, mm-hmm. you really can become healthy again. Um, and now I'm back in school because I want to, the highest. Because you're bored? <laughs> well, you know, silly me. I thought while I'm recovering, why not do right. something? Yeah. yeah. But the medication didn't quite agree with me. That yeah. I, go ahead, try to read. <laughs> so um, the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation, is like the highest standard. That's gold standard for therapists, for coaches, for counselors. Counselors, and um, I, I am specializing in mental health coaching, and I, I am it. earning my master's coaching certificate and um, PCC certification through them, oh, which boy. is a, about a two-year endeavor. <laughs> that was, was going to be my question. That's what did amazing. you get yourself into? Uh, a very expensive road to take, yeah. but, very but worth it. Years. Yeah. I mean, you know, time is going to go by. So it's what do you do with the time? How You know, you want to look back and mm-hmm. say, this is what I did. You know, my kids mm-hmm. were a little stunned because they're like, Mom, you're going to be almost 64. <laughs> I'm like, you're like so? guess what? If I'm lucky... <laughs> I'll be that anyway. You said, and? Yeah. Yes. It's what we do with the time. Right. So, yeah, that was my thought. You may oh, remind me when I'm flipping out over these tests. And everything. Right. <laughs> How much you wanted, you wanted to it. learn. Is most, do you have to go anywhere? Is most of it online and you are working at your own pace or it's very... The first part Excuse of me. this program is online at my own pace. But there's a ton of writing you have to do because, mm-hmm. and it gets graded and you have to correct whatever Ooh. yeah um and and these are master coaches all over the world right mm-hmm. so i have someone in australia oh, <laughs> oh my gosh hello um <laughs> I, I think that was a really bad english i loved it so and then uh once i get past 
the first phase, then it's scheduled small group. And then I have, I have to be mentored in terms of coaching, which means I have to record, send it in. They give me a, an evaluation. Wow. I have a mentor. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a big process, but I think it's worth it, at least for me. Yeah. Right? I took, I'm you know, one class that was offered through, um, Red Oak Behavior Health, health, and it's mental first aid, um, mental health first aid. That's part of your coaching, right? That's part of, was offered to coaches. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, it just scrapes the surface. But everything that the kids that I come in contact with deal with, it was, I really found, like, so valuable. Just yeah. in how, because you think you know how to talk to someone or respond to someone, and then you realize, you learn a little bit, and you're like, ooh, Glad I didn't say that. Right. Right? Yeah. It's on the things not to say, but just how to be that important adult. And for me, to be the important adult in their life mm-hmm. that they can trust. That's the base, you know, like the very base of what I do. So. There's a lot of similarity between you and coaching yeah. the swim team. And it, it, it's, again, it's all relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's wonderful. You know, as an aside... Mm-hmm. You may want to look up Institute of Coaching, IOC, because mm-hmm. they teach, uh, which I took, was mental health literacy. And Ooh. it is taught by a PhD from Harvard. This is where IOC is from. And okay. so, that oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm also certified through Harvard as a culinary health coach. How? I'd like to see what your business card looks like. So she's a How very good cook, How many initials too. could you have could you after write? your name? I mean, <laughs> you wrote I'm, down IOC I for got, me. You know... <laughs> I'm making note, but this I'd like to see. You've yeah. the world's longest. You can see my LinkedIn. It's like, and this, and this, and this. I have a really it. big business card. You want yeah. to see it? I put it in my bag Here, with my, my bone stimulator. <laughs> can it fit? <laughs> I don't think it would fit. Anyhow. If you like Flava Flav with a cl- instead of a clock, it'd just be all of your... <laughs> That's it. on your neck. Flavor. I think I'm more bust around. <laughs> These are my certification. You know, I, it's just, again, it's following... I, I always think curiosity. If there's, if there's an attribute I look at in people, it's curiosity. Because yeah. if you are curious, you will succeed. If you are curious... It's you're not consumed with failure. In fact, we want to right teach people how to succeed at failing. I, I really think how mm-hmm. that's important. And you know, I follow my curiosity. If something works, great. If it doesn't, pivot. It's okay. Well, I think you know. I mean, clearly, people. I thought I couldn't. Couldn't hold it. You know, people are are really complex, and I think as we talk about this, and we talked about, you know, even in our faith and feelings episode is that it's not it's not one or the other so you may have a, a patient or a client come to you that who come came to you for coaching for diabetes but they're a, a complex person of feelings and you know all of those other trainings and all of that that you've learned is going to come in handy mm-hmm. and how to deal with and how to get somebody open to your coaching when it comes to just right. that one facet of their health it's such an astute comment and observation because we're all connected mind body spirit and but not everyone feels that right Mm -hmm. we hear it what does that mean Mm -hmm. and so one of the things um, in listening to your other podcasts uh, which I so enjoy but really have been a great inspiration for me personally 
Um, but we were talking about sometimes the negative feelings and, you know, when we feel stuck, right, mm-hmm. and, and what we can do. And I, I work with this a lot because we all go through it. I mean, it may not be about cancer. It could be about anything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how do you get yourself unstuck, essentially? <laughs> yeah. So what have you guys done because, you know, to successfully kind of, you know, navigate that process of feeling unstuck. I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, my... I don't want to simplify it, but I mean, there is like one of the things we were talking about is, you know, letting those negative feelings come so that you can process them and let them go. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked a little bit about the day when I was already on um, a cycle of year for a couple of days and I thought, okay, goodbye shingles. And two days later, it had spread into a couple different spots, and I wallowed in it for a good solid day, so I could let it go. Good for you. Yeah. You know what? You, <laughs> Thank you. There you go. <laughs> High five. And you know why? So my experience is that I, I don't know where this happened, where we categorize emotions into two silos. Right. Good emotions, bad emotions. So what do you think a bad emotion is? Fear, sadness, anger. Who said these are bad emotions? Actually, they're very helpful. It's your body letting you know, okay, that there's a concern, that there's something that needs to be addressed. And the best way to get to the other side is exactly what you did, Nicole, is you allowed yourself to be in the moment. You allowed yourself to be present with it, Mm -hmm. not to run from it, not to swallow your emotions, to just live in that moment so that you can release it and go to the other side of happiness or what I prefer to say joy, inner joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is a huge unlock and just just to pause on that for a second, the the association of what those feelings are that they're bad and they're not because that's the one thing that I think we've learned to do, you and I both, is to allow yourself to feel those things. Instead of like, I would, I called it, um, well, this is when you're in chemo and you forget things because now I don't know what I called it, but basically like, (laughs) well, I haven't had chemo and I forget things all the time. So it's like, it's, um, ah, here it is. Here's the thought. I called it lumping because I would start with one thing and I would go deeper and deeper and deeper mm-hmm. feeling bad about everything so everything spiraling. yes spiraling and it became catastrophic but then I would start to feel bad about feeling bad or feel bad about myself for not being able to handle my emotions so when I hear you say that okay instead yeah. of being okay and learning to be okay with the fact that you felt bad and you mm-hmm. have every right to feel bad, okay? Yeah. And not feel guilty about feeling bad, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. again, we're not in the negative silo. If you're feeling bad, your body wants it to be acknowledged, your mind. It, you, you need to acknowledge it, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And, um, but you spent, look, listen to how much energy you just spent trying to unwind yourself to pull yourself away from, you know, you felt bad, you didn't want to feel bad, then you felt bad about feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Isn't it just easier to just allow yourself to feel bad (laughs) and it's okay. I mean, again, I just, I I think if people can learn to 
start getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it yeah. can help us all. We um, all have experienced the what in whatever form it was, whether we were whether we were feeling bad, felt a lump. Um, you know, I had I had months worth of constipation that I explained away. Here we are talking about poop again, but what <laughs> happens? You know, we all had we all had those moments where we could have, and we talked. We have talked a little bit about this on the podcast, like the moments when we sort of lumped everything together or spiraled out of control. I think this connects with what you were talking about: the difference between worry and concern. And concern. Yes, and so I always ask, you know, there is a difference between worry and concern. So let me just ask the question, Amanda. What do you think the difference is between <laughs> worry and concern? Say the right thing. Or... <laughs> well, share well, with me what you actually thought. What I what I would actually say about worry is what I associate with anxiety. Like things that aren't in front of you, but that are causing you concern. And, and for me, I feel that like in my body. Okay. I'm going to pause you there because I want to make sure we get back to the in my body part. Nicole, mm-hmm. for you, what is worry? Worry is, I think, what I was talking about with the, um, the shingles day where I was where I was doom and gloom and things that weren't happening, but I was crying about things that could happen. So it was not just about that my shingles spread, but it was about that tomorrow I was going to wake up and those shingles were going to have reached my surgical incisions. And then I'd be back in the hospital and I had this whole, I had this whole, you know, would I have to call an ambulance or who's going to take me to the hospital or who's working? You know, I went, I, I went everywhere. It's an amazing how fast we go down that rabbit oh, hole. Oh, it yeah. happens real fast. And worry, it's 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 Oof. like a sonic jet right down the rabbit hole. So worry, in, in, in my opinion, and you can let me know, you don't have to agree with this. Just transparency note, my father does not agree with this, and he told me. Oh. He's a word. <laughs> okay. He likes the concept, doesn't like the word. Anyhow, but worry is pretty much anticipating something negative that is not in your present life. So, but you're focused on the fact that it could happen. So your mind is not present, it's in the future. Mm-hmm. And you're focused on something that is not real, has not occurred, does not exist, but you imagine it. And therefore your imagination triggers your negative thinking, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. it sucks you in. But what if we flip the script? And what if we teach how to take that imagination and inspire positive thinking? Concern, on the other hand, is a real event is in your life, okay? And you're focused on problem solving it. So, share a concern. Um, the concern about why I've been nauseous all day? <laughs> That's a concern. Okay. And so when you think about being nauseous all day, are you focused about how it's going to affect you in the future or how it's going to affect you today? How it's affecting me today, right now. Excellent. She did tell me she wasn't, you know, she was like, well, what if I don't feel well enough for us to record today? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's any day. But that's still a concern. Yeah. Because it's your present situation that's affecting how you feel. And it could happen. And Mm -hmm. it could happen. But you focused. (laughs) And and your thoughts about your nausea or how you're feeling, right, Mm -hmm. is your, your 
problem solving. You may not have the answer, but your mind is focused on coming up, how to, how to alleviate nausea, right? Yeah. And gee, if I have to postpone today's taping, then, you know, may, what, when can we do it? Right. But you're not in the future imagining that you're going to feel this way next week. Right. I have, but I have not done that this week. Because this is just, I woke up today and I was like, why do I feel this way? I don't normally because all these, I have all these good pre-meds they give me and it lasts several days and um, it happened before I ate and then it's, then I was okay and now I feel a little weird again and I don't know why. So I haven't, I have stuff I can take, but I haven't yet. Um, and so just, making the plan to use what's at your disposal. Yes. Yeah. Concern. But I have it. Problem solving. I have it ready to go. So I know where it is and I can access it easily. So. Yeah. As you should. If you yes. Can. So uh, absolutely. But and, and so that's just a small example. Um, and it sounds pretty easy. But next time you're in that panic state and you feel yourself winding down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, is this a worry? Or is this a concern? Is it real? Is this something is that is in my present real? life? Or am I imagining, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I can't drive. Underline that, everyone. <laughs> is it real? You're underlining it. <laughs> you wrote it. You, you wrote it down Highlight. and underlined it. <laughs> there it is. The teacher. For the older people who take notes, notes. on kind of paper. <laughs> That's me. It's me. <laughs> That's it. Um, and, you know, what comes from this is really a, a, a topic that is very close to my heart, and that is how words matter. You know, I was with someone yesterday who just, boy, did such an excellent job highlighting this, but your brain cannot understand the difference between a message it hears out here or from me mm-hmm. or a message it hears from within your head, from your words. It just like, responds. I feel Our like brain, I have a visual of truth bombs keep coming out. Yeah. Boom. But you don't have a brain. In order for you to know it was you, you would have to have a brain observing your brain. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So the question is, how can we use this? How can this become our power and our power of words that we speak, words that we think? And how can we flip the script on our messages? Because if every day people wake up and they're like, oh God, it's raining again. I'm never going to do, you will have, you will, you will, you're you putting out in the, the world. Day you will have you the day you speak s- about. You silently <laughs> asked for. Right. Yeah. Or you can have the day where you say, you know what? I may not feel well right now, but I know I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I will feel well today. Maybe it requires medication or resting, but, and that will become that you're manifesting your future. And I know there are people probably listening to this going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, (laughs) this isn't magic and this isn't something that happens overnight, but the more positive you are, you're going to feel, and you're going to realize based on what's going on in your Mm -hmm. life that you can put out what you want and work towards it. That it becomes, that becomes almost like your beacon of light, your positive way. Out yeah. of every situation, look for the positive. Even negative situations, they'll teach you something, you'll learn right. something, right? Mm-hmm. And I said that at the start of this. However, had I not initially um, 
figured out, gone to the doctor and figured out that I had something going on. And you and I talked about the fact a year later that we don't think anything's wrong with you, but you are having constipation like I did. Go get checked, right? Had I not gone through it, we wouldn't have gotten yours taken care of, right? Mm -hmm. Had I not had metastasis to my lungs, your doctors wouldn't have been so agreeable to getting yours checked. They would have put it off longer, mm-hmm. right? So well, one of them did. One of them. One of them did. One of them did. But yeah, but like, and because you know we consider this podcast something positive that's come out of it, and I think the the thing that I've learned over time is that if you practice that, like I'm going to choose the good stuff in my day. I'm going to choose how this goes. That when you find yourself in a really negative place, you can turn it around quicker. Mm-hmm. So one example, one way to do that, and that's such a, I, I just love what you said because it's absolutely true. And it does take practice, mm-hmm. okay? Um, you know, everything, it's a transition. You know, we go from where we are to where we want to be. And if you're willing to, you know, it's even catching yourself with that negative thought. And it's okay. You can say, ah, all right, that was a negative thought. So what can I say right now? You know, oh, God, this is such a tough day, but I'm going to do it. So, which is more of a growth mindset. I'm sure you're familiar, mm-hmm. Nicole, with the difference between a fixed and growth mindset because yeah, Carol Dweck, right? Yep. Um, and, but a lot of people don't know about that. And it's really the difference between, I always say the, the word yet, right? If you can yep. add the word yet, I haven't done this yet. It gives hope. It puts you on the more positive side. Yes. Okay, I couldn't hit my goal for swimming yet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you won't. It just means today you haven't. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's a Absolutely. hope for tomorrow. Yeah, that's a great... Yeah. Underline that one. I yeah. like that well, word. Well, this is okay. so... I mean, this, like in recovery, and I'm sure you've experienced something like this, but two weeks ago, I first tried to um, go up the stairs... Both my daughter's bedrooms are upstairs. We're downstairs. So I did not have to go, but they were upstairs. I wanted to see them. And I walked up the stairs and then had to sit down and recover. I was breathing so hard and it's so ridiculous. And then, you know, the next week I was like, well, I'm going again. There, I was doing something really joyful like laundry. <laughs> sarcasm <laughs> right everyone knows it's I'm being sarcastic but I you know I'm like I can I can carry this upstairs and you know and it's it's not gonna harm me and I'm gonna huff and puff and do it anyway and um you know was surprised I didn't have to sit and recover yes I was huffing and puffing but I didn't have to sit down and well, yeah it wasn't like, so exactly yeah, so in, do you hear how positive that is, mm-hmm. you're acknowledging it was difficult, you huffed and puffed, you weren't sure, but you did it, and you, you knew that yeah. yet, right? And you, mm-hmm. you talked yourself into positivity. Talked myself into it, for sure. Yeah, on, on a positive side. What, what would you have done? Imagine how different it would have been if you had said, oh my God, I'm going to really be tired again, and yeah. I, I don't think right. I'll be I able to do this. Yeah, right? oh, and steps. I, that's just not good. That's just not good for, I mean, for recovery but it's not I I recognize that's not good for getting yourself out of any kind of negativity and you know it's insidious negativity it Mm -hmm. affects all of us so Mm -hmm. it's really our it does it does Mm -hmm. and and maybe that's good 
but it's it gives us an opportunity to then say okay I need to flip the script on this I need to really turn this around and however that works but what I also wanted on the same note in terms of reducing that stress you guys feel like trying something sure yeah we're, okay we're okay. adventurous <laughs> so one of the things I, I you know we all have stress and we can talk another time about what is stress because and where it shows up on your body but um, even if you're having a negative day and you're kind of down and you just want to pull yourself up, I do this technique called square breathing. Now there are as many types of deep breathing exercises probably as there are people. So I always encourage people, like I can show you this, but you have to find your own rhythm. And if this doesn't do it for you, there are many other deep breathing exercises that will. Um, but we call it square breathing because we take an inhale through our nose to a count. So that's and then we pause at the top and we're gonna hold the breath for a count. Then we exhale slowly through our mouth, low and slow, and I'll show you, and then we pause at the bottom. And so that's, okay. that's the square. Okay, um, Do you like trying? Yes. Yeah, because I'm gonna exhale out some cancer in my legs. That's it, inhale, <laughs> that's it. Ex exhale that's all, my all negativity. the negativity. <laughs> okay, so let's start um, I tell people, no, I, I'll say we'll start with an inhale to four. If that's too difficult, do three. Okay. Okay. If, if it's easy, do five. It's okay. okay. So we're going to do inhale four. We're going to hold for a count of two. We're going to exhale to six or five, what, whatever works. And okay. we're going to hold it. Um, so and we're going to do three rounds. Listeners, do it with us. Do it yeah. with us. Get ready to do it okay. with us. So I'll, you breathe in through your nose. I but. will count. So we want breathing through your nose, believe it or not, not through your mouth. Nitric oxide, it's really important for our for our body. So it's 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 highly encouraged and you'll sleep better too. Anyhow, Ooh, like just that. a little aside. Like <laughs> okay. So I encourage whoever is listening and for the two of you, get in a comfortable position. I invite you to sit back, put your feet on the floor. You don't have to if you okay. don't want to. Well, I'll sit like this. Yeah, get comfy. I'm going to back up for me. <laughs> really I, invi <laughs> I invite you. That's the broken one. <laughs> I invite you to, you know, it, close your eyes if, if you really just want to focus on your breathing. If, if you're comfortable, but you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a deep breath. We want in through your nose. Let me just share what you don't want to do is take a shallow breath from your chest to where you're, you go, and you see your, uh, your shoulders, shoulders look like earrings, right? Okay, yeah. okay so we want, we want the breath to come from your belly. Got so it. We're going to do this. Okay, okay. ready? Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. One, two. Exhale through your mouth. Two, three, four. I'm not hearing it. Five, six, hold, one, two. Let's go again. Deep breath in. Three, four. Let's hold. One, two. Exhale through your mouth. Two, three. Keep going. Four, five, six. Hold. One, two. Last breath. Deep breath in. Three, four. Hold. One, two. Two, exhale through your mouth. Two, six, hold, one, two. Tell me. I got better at it. I didn't cough. You didn't cough? I didn't cough. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me how that That's felt good. and what the experience was like. 
Um, it, I was worried about it being hard, and it wasn't. So, well, worry. Did well, I say worry? You did. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Worried about it. And full it was helpful that, because I think I would have, you know, because uh, my swimmers will do it. They'll be like, <gasps> before they go into the water. So not to do that quick breath and lift up your shoulders. And um, I could feel, I could feel a react relaxation because by that third one, I was easily blowing did, that air out. Did you find your breath, the inhale got easier? Mm-hmm. What about you, Nicole? Yeah, but I, the inhale got easier on the second one because the first one, I think, even though you just said it, I took a pretty shallow breath. Because sometimes I do, you know, in this recovery, sometimes I am just doing... Oh, and in my head, I was like, I'm not coughing, I'm not coughing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it's good. It's really what I I should be focusing on just for my recovery, but it was also very relaxing. And at the end, when we finished the three rounds, what did you notice? I was ready to take a nap. Yeah, I felt, well, I just <laughs> felt like the relaxation through my body that I needed. In that sometimes you don't know you need, you don't know you're doing this. Until Instead you... of shrugging, yeah, I mm-hmm. felt a little relaxation. Like in through my jaw and... Here. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, which is really good because of where this port sits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This makes me real uncomfortable because I'm very aware of where it sticks out in my neck and into my carotid. And um, I'm so aware of it that it makes me anxious that my neck holds a lot of tension. So one of the things, the way this can become beneficial is if you, you know, we did three rounds. Mm -hmm. It took a few minutes. Not long. Not even. Not even. Mm -mm. Try it three times a day, like in the morning when you wake up, you know, sit at the end of the bed and it's a great way to wake up, you know, expand mm-hmm. your lungs and especially Nicole for you, that's going to, it's going to help you, mm-hmm. right? It's going to, you really want to make sure your lungs are able to expand, especially after surgery. And, um, it's also going to really calm it from any anxiety you may be feeling first thing in the morning mm-hmm. or yeah. just cause you know, let's face it. I don't know about you guys, but mornings for me, my recovery were very difficult. Like my husband would say, how do you feel? I go, I just woke up. Give me an hour and ask it again. Right. Right. Oh, for sure. You're not going to get a good answer. Like, how do I feel? I have to deal with all that I am feeling. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. You know, you were talking about (laughs) um, just getting up and walking. I remember having to get off the couch to go to the bathroom Mm. back. I was exhausted. I mean, I was so exhausted. Yeah. I couldn't believe how much endurance I lost, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> so these kind of things. And then, and then, of course, we get sad about that. and Because mm-hmm. you, know. you think to yourself, like, God, do I really have to get up and go right now? Because you know the effort it has, it's going to take. Yeah. But unfortunately, know. if I don't go, I pee in my pants because I have no control. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Nobody yes. wants that. I had it fixed once. It didn't work. <laughs> oh. Hope your listeners love having all of this personal oh, yeah. information. <laughs> We give these great little honest. nuggets of information. <laughs> I had leaky nipple from the, the pageant yeah. disease into this. So it's just everywhere. Yeah. Anyhow, so one of the benefits is that when you do this, it instantly can, can really lower your cortisol. And cortisol is great because it conserves our energy, right? So in our evolutionary mind, when we were being chased by 
whatever. Dinos- I, let's say dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Okay. Like, anyone in particular? <laughs> Velociraptor. <laughs> um, then, you know, you needed to conserve your energy, right? And the adrenaline would kick in. This is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal that's called the HPA access. And so in order to have the energy so that the adrenaline can get you to, you know, run fast. Yeah. You're conserving energy. What we want by breathing, it stops that process. It reduces your cortisol. You know, people who are high, you ever notice people who are highly, highly stressed also will say, and I haven't been able to lose weight Mm -hmm. as if they're separate. But mind, body, spirit connection, every, you know, we're all, it's connected. So if you're stressed and you want to lose weight, do a deep breathing exercise, at least because it Lower your cortisol. Lower your cortisol and keep it in your mind, right? And I have to imagine that um, for, you know, right after your collective surgeries as you're healing, and also for me, each time I have a treatment, I would imagine that my cortisol just goes right up because it is not, it's not only physical, like I don't, I don't go to treatment. I don't say I look forward to it, but I don't mind going. There's wonderful people. My mom and I are usually together. They always feed you. I get warm blankets. I take a great nap after the Benadryl, you know, (laughs) there are things, right? So because that's my way of ignoring that I'm getting poison shoved in this port right here. So, you know how we were just talking about flipping the script on the con- on the words we use? Yes. That's a great Thank you for providing such a great example. <laughs> so, let's try this, Nicole. Yes. Help your sister. Can you reword that? What would you say? Can you say that a little differently that doesn't talk so much about the poison going into the body? How would you have said that? Well, I didn't expect her to say that last little bit mm-hmm. also because <laughs> I thought you were on a pretty positive path. But the uh, honesty can, is that's yeah. how you felt. Yeah. That's how you yeah. feel. Right. I mean, it's just the, the the way that you can think about it is if you, I mean, the word choice there, if poison is how it feels, but um, the medicine you know is working to get rid of your cancer. Yes. So to look forward to treatment, despite the fact that you sit in a hospital for a few hours, but to look forward to the treatment that you know is going to lead to getting rid of your cancer. And, yeah. and even the words you say, like, to your body, okay, this is where, again, that growth mindset, like, mm-hmm. all right, we know how this is going to be, but we also know that this is working. And my cells in my body are going to receive the benefit of the chemo. Mm-hmm. And I am going to be okay. And it could take time, but I'm going to be okay in that moment, right, for yes. that day. Yeah. And so next time you go, see if maybe approaching it with a, a different mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Gives you a different feeling and a different outcome when you I am going to be okay. There. So I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think I don't finish the thought to the point where I said what I just said to you guys, but, you know, like I'm probably in the habit of calling it poison. I don't hate what I'm doing because I, know that it's working and that and that's how I'm going to face the next four months because I was not expecting to have to get through any holiday on chemo and um now I am so you know you're not getting through holidays though 
right? Okay. You're getting to Let celebrate. Let me finish the thought before you guys pick me apart. You're getting to celebrate. Yes. Okay, I'm sisters. I, I know, but I can't. Back to your corners. <laughs> every, every time you stop me, I get tripped up on the thought I was trying to finish. No, but. So and good. I appreciate what you're doing. But you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't hate it because, you know, yeah, I'm not focusing on the fact that it's four more months. Right. I'm focusing on the fact that in those four months, there's a chance at that CT that happens late November that they tell me it's gone. And that's what I expect based on my first three, I'm in round four. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my fourth month. But So that's what I expect to happen. That is what I'm envisioning mm-hmm. happening at the end. So I don't typically call it poison. It's just that everyone is gloved and masked and hospitalized, right. coded, yeah. coded. And there's like this packaging around oh, everything. And, yeah. Yeah. Biohazard. And I do walk around thinking like, that's why I don't ever use my guest toilet <laughs> because I am for a couple days a biohazard. Right. You know, so <laughs> it's true. Should you wear all red? keep keep my light on while I am biohazard and let let everyone know it's (laughs) when it's safe I change my color but you know it's really interesting to me listening to this because you know when I step back you just brought yourself full circle okay Mm -hmm. so you acknowledged your feelings they were you know however they are right which we talked about Mm -hmm. it is poison you have concerns it is another four months you weren't expecting it but you're envisioning of yes. such a positive outcome, okay? So you acknowledged your feelings, you sat with it, and in the same time, you also kind of, as I said, flipped the script on how you can look at it so that you get to that point, right, yeah. in, in a way. I mean, how lucky that you get four more months of chemo. What? Did she say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah. because, because you are, because you're getting it as a result of the outcome is that your tumor shrank. Yes. And because your tumor shrank, yay, now you get four more months of keto yes. to eliminate it. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Yep. Okay. So for it's anyone true. who goes, how could she say that? I say <laughs> that with pleasure. You get the privilege of having more chemo because your body, it's working. Because it's responding. Because it's working. And your body's responding. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not, and you're not feeling great. But you can withstand it. Yeah, it's responding in ways such mm-hmm. as losing my eyelashes and changing my taste buds. And you know what? And it's okay to, we grieve, you know, those things. Yeah. But, but it's, it is that gentle balance. It's okay to acknowledge you don't, not only is it okay, it's encouraged, right? You mm-hmm. should acknowledge if it, you know, it, it may not feel good. You, you may have side effects, as I know you do. Yeah. Uh, like the nausea. But, but. Maybe all of that your body is needs to just eliminate all the eliminate all that cancer. Just mm-hmm. get rid of it, and your body will work to support you. I do kind of feel like I breathe. I, you know, I made a joke about breathing it out, but like um, the first time, and I'm not going to go real graphic with this, but with the rectal cancer, they told me what to expect as the tissue dies. So I have had that thought, well, what happens when that's dying in my lungs? Like, I literally have to be breathing out some of this. That's an interesting question. You have to ask. I do have have to to ask that, right? 
well, we, we breathe in an, I mean, you know, your, your body regenerates, right? Your skin. Mm-hmm. They say you actually have, I think, a whole body of new skin cells every four months. I could be wrong. I hope no one holds my hand <laughs> on that and so, That's okay. That's very, not what you're certified yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, but, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is possible. You, you know, and that is the envision, right, of I'm, I'm exhaling all the negativity. Well, and uh, piggybacking on the skin cell thing there, though, that's something I never knew, like, why you lose hair with certain types of chemo. And it, it's so simple when they explain it to you. But um, because it attacks rapidly growing cells, that's why you're, the things that are affected, hair, skin, nails, things that are rapidly growing. Yeah, but you rock the bald woman look really Thank well. You. <laughs> you, know. you do. You do. You have a pretty little skull shape. <laughs> pretty head. Pretty head. Um, you know, so essentially, if, if we're going to, like, this is all wrapped in the body-mind-spirit connection. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, acknowledging the thoughts in your mind, feeling it, and, um, and then that spiritual side saying, not yet, right? Or mm-hmm. it may not be today, but I know it will be tomorrow. I know it will be in the future because we don't know. I, you know, I was telling Nicole, my dad has pancreatic cancer at the same time my mom has cognitive decline because God is funny. Because right? God's got jokes. God, God loves to play around. But, um, and, and it's the same thing. When he first had the diagnosis, my dad was just, devastated we all were because he you know typically when you have a pancreatic cancer diagnosis it's like three four months gone right it's an awful thing it's a year Uh, and his cancer after chemo radiation shrunk amazing and now the doctor's talking about something next year which is the first time my dad ever even entertain the thought that he would be around. yeah that's amazing right and so it is it's it's like you know, no one knows. No one knows. You know, we're all going to expire one day, but no one knows when or how or why. So why not? Why not? If you have to hedge a bet, just let's be positive. Let's right, right. Let's just put it out there mm-hmm. that, yeah, this really stinks right now. It sucks, but you're going to get through it, mm-hmm. and you're going to come out the other side, both of you. Yes, and we are all of us. That's yeah. so interesting. I was talking with a friend, a coworker who uh, was, if we use the word spiraling, in her, in, in her negativity about all the things that um, could happen or might happen, or all the things that may have caused, uh, you know, what she was experiencing, you know, all the mites and the, and the could-haves and the would-haves, that not, it wasn't real. Um, and I tried... I tried my best to get her to focus because I've had these conversations with her before. But the real thing that came from that conversation is sort of how many people we know, you know, like she was she was sort of going through that argument that I can't complain about this because people have it worse. Mm, I hate that. And I said, listen, you know, I had a lobectomy and then got shingles and it all sucks. And I know people who are who are having awful situations. Like a man is going through chemotherapy and she has a broken foot. And you just had 
the reconstruction and what your parents are going through and it piles on and it piles on and you can grieve it and I can grieve it and you can grieve it and my friend can grieve it and it doesn't mean you know it doesn't mean we can't feel that and we can't you know we can't process it we don't have to say somebody else has it worse I said we grew Amen, up we grew up, sister. We, <laughs> we grew up on you know eat everything off your plate because there are starving people somewhere mm-hmm. we kind of grew up on that narrative I, I thought you're not Jewish because really no, that sounds like my grandmother are you sure I think we're related somehow we might from that you know what it doesn't life. matter <laughs> what we are it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be or grandma's like, saying don't think I don't you don't want a fat butt <laughs> when she was all of 410 and 90 yeah. pounds uh. um but they're you know that's that's one of the things like we can we can on our podcast talk about our own experiences and what we're feeling and know that there's other people who are going to benefit from seeing how we talk about it and seeing how we process it and I by no means think that makes me special because I can continue to talk about they well my father-in-law just had open heart surgery and I knew three other people in the Cleveland Clinic that day, two getting bone marrow, or no, one getting a bone marrow transplant and two other people getting stem cell transplants for cancer. And I know two people that were there for cancer treatment also. So guys, we collectively like, know six people in addition to your father-in-law. And that doesn't mean, you know, like every everybody's going through something. something. Yeah. That doesn't mean... Say so, and it means that like us and when all of us are going through something that we can't have empathy for what other people are going through. Right. But I can still think about other people. I and I do. Think about myself. It actually but also, like it helps you when you can take your attention and focus off of oneself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And focus it on what can I do to make someone else's life a little easier, or happier, or just you know mm-hmm. be there. It, it helps everyone. You know, you'll end up feeling better. They are, you know, give, receive, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're on the receiving side and sometimes you get the joy of being on the giving side. Right. Yeah. That's another thing we'll have to talk about, the difference between happiness and joy. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, if you let's... haven't written down that, written that down, write that down. <laughs> yeah. It's a good conversation. There's so much more to talk a about. Good, that is a great and conversation. I do really want to, I know I don't, we don't have time for it today, but I really do want to talk to you about um, nutrition and immunity because in just in the last week, I've been, I've been reaching out to different medical professionals to talk about my immunity to say, you know, what does shingles mean for my immunity? What does a lobectomy mean for my immunity? What does, you know, do should I avoid crowds? But but we're only talking about this. You know, my the medical professionals were only talking about how do you manage your shingles pain? Not my real question was about immunity. And nobody broached nutrition. So I think that's something really that we yeah. need I, and that's changing. It's really unfortunate. Um, in the past, in medical schools, I think they had 20 or 25 hours. That's it, on of nutrition. nutritional education. I had a education. Whole semester on nutrition, okay. and I still have questions. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, especially in the state of Ohio with 
RDs, they have a great, uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> great lobbyists, which makes me upset, but no. Um, but, you know, I would recommend if you're looking for specifics, like how many grams of protein, your macronutrients, how many carbs, what... That's a great discussion to have with a registered dietitian because, mm -hmm. and there are registered dietitians who are, are their expertise is cancer. So yeah. I would highly recommend that. Mm -hmm. As a health coach, and I need as a disclaimer, yes. I am not a registered dietitian. I am not giving medical or, or nutrition advice. Mm -hmm. I'm simply sharing that um, some of the things you can do for your immunity is to cut out the things that, first of all, we know, what feeds cancer? Sugar. 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 Refined white sugar. Um, highly toxic. Do you know that sugar lights up the same part of your brain that cocaine does? There, there are so many studies mm -hmm. on this. It's and wild. you go, and you know, you've heard people have to detox off drugs, but do mm -hmm. you know people detox off cancer? I do know about Detoxing. detoxing yeah and so off of sugar i'm sorry yes. and so yes. but because the food lobbyists i mean you're never going to see on substance abuse sugar right but it should be there mm -hmm. because of how of how it affects you and right. you do go through a withdrawal so one of the first things is eliminate refined white sugar now that doesn't mean you can't have a little honey or a little maple syrup yeah. because those are from mother earth mm -hmm. i always say if it was grown in the soil, on a tree, came from an animal, yes. enjoy, mm -hmm. okay? But Doritos, I don't, I've never seen a Dorito tree. We no. have talked about Doritos <laughs> on the podcast. It's okay to broach the subject. <laughs> right. Well, we do, I think, there's just so much to talk about. I would love to hear, hear from the health coach perspective a little bit more about that because, you know, I do think we want, I don't think we have, I think we have to set aside an episode for it because that could that. be so yeah. helpful for there, there could be, and we could gather some questions too because I think that's what happens is that there are so many questions about it, but especially immunity and especially when everybody talks immunity, not just us and cancer people because of the other C word that I hate that I will not bring back up. <laughs> <laughs> not, not not the c word that's offensive the c word that shut the world down in oh, 2020 oh, oh did i did get an apple news notification about a covid surge oh my god oh right. we're not gonna have this discussion because <laughs> the apple news certification we are not i just it was just I didn't they also said leprosy is on you know a oh surge i read that in florida well, I mean, Florida. Let's, I, please don't get me started on Florida. We better wrap this up before it goes down a dark hole. Right. <laughs> I feel it going. I think so, this is a great place Jenny, to stop. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so you so much. So, this is amazing. I this love so this. Fun. I know. I'm so, thank you for inviting me, oh. and I would love to come back and discuss. And it's one of the topics I think would be fun is to discuss what is stress. Yes. Oh, and how can we? I think it could go along with our immunity and nutrition. Or, not if we have time for that. <laughs> if not, in yeah, the next hour. In the next hour. Part two. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Okay. And then joy and happiness. Yes. Right. Well, we have that stuff written down, or you do, so that we'll make sure we talk about I'll it. Put it awesome. on there. Okay. Guys, this was fabulous. And I know you're going to have an outstanding week. Oh, okay. it is. Thank you. Yeah. Look at You want to sign off with us the way we do? Do you I know do. how? No. How? Just a little bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Thanks for listening. Thank you, listeners. Until next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>